Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I am your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 71. Well, got news. Surprise, we won a series. Yeah, we did win a series against the Orioles, a really tough team, which is now starting to fall off from the playoff contention right now. I'm... Yeah, so pretty much so, yeah. So, took three out of four, thanks to a couple of heroics from uh, J.D. Martinez, especially today, and then, yeah, a complete game from uh, Rich Hill in uh, game three. A couple of long games, too, especially the first two games, games um, one and two. So, yeah, one game one didn't get over or uh, didn't get over late because of, like, a rain delay that lasted, like, an hour and, like, 40 minutes. And then... Tuesday's game basically just took on for, like, a while and stuff like that because everybody was, like, heading and stuff like that. Yeah, a couple lead changes in game three. But in the end, Red Sox take three out of four from the Birds. So pretty good. Awesome. Hurt their chances of getting into the postseason. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, you tried doing that to us last year, Orioles. So guess what? We're going to try to do that to you this year. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> this time we might succeed. All right. Uh, anyway, all right, so game one on Monday. Let's get into that. Uh, so game one on Monday, uh, basically a slugfest game, but the story behind it was that it took so long, it didn't get over until like maybe like 11 o'clock my time here. So it didn't get over because it did have a one-hour rain delay, but unfortunately the Red Sox just couldn't hold on. Seabolt just didn't have his stuff. As it came out for another start, as the Red Sox lost in a slugfest, fourteen to eight, they are now in a six-game losing streak, I believe, at this point, and they are now seventy-two and eighty-one. I could be wrong on that. Sixty, all right? Yeah, six-game losing streak. All right, I was doing the math here. All right. Anyway, all right. So let's go over the box scores from Monday. All right, leading off and play, well, this is the Red Sox by scores. Leading off and playing a uh, second base is Kike Hernandez, two for five, so a pretty good night from him. One run, three RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting second and playing for base, Rafael Devers, three for five, so a good night from him. No runs though, but one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts, one for five. So he does get a hit, so hope is causing the batting title. But no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. Batting fourth and playing right field, Alex Verdugo, one for four or one for five. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, batting fifth and playing DH, J.D. Martinez, two for five, so a good night from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he struck out once. All right. Batting six and playing first base, Tristan Casas. He goes one for four. Two runs, zero RBIs, one walk, and he struck out once. All right. Batting seventh and playing left field, Rob Refschneider. He goes three for four, so a good night from him. Two runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and he struck out zero times. All right. Batting eighth and playing a catcher is Reese McGuire. He goes over one or over two, but he does score a run though. But no RBIs, two walks, and he struck out zero times. All right, and then uh, bat or then uh, bang ninth and playing center field is Abraham Almonte, two for four, so a good night from him. 
No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he struck out once. And Shohei's no hitter went bye bye. Yeah. yeah, that was a while ago, but still, yeah, yeah. Broken up in the seventh. No, in the eighth. Oh man, he was close to getting it. Huh. Wow. All right. All right. Anyway, so offense, uh, double a double from Devers, and then one from uh, JD. Home runs, one from JD, his thirteenth of the year in the second inning. Off of Jordan Lyles, nobody on and nobody out. So basically leadoff double in the second inning. And then Rob Schneider, his sixth of the year in the seventh inning. Off of a Logan Gillespie with two on and one out. And then RBIs, one from Devers, three from Kike, uh, one from JD, and then three from Schneider. Right. Boston pitching, here we go. All right. So getting the start in this one, but pitching two innings because of the rain delay and stuff like that. And he also got the loss, too, so he's now 0-4, is Connor Siebold. Gave up five hits, surrendered four runs. Uh, four of them were earned, though. Walked two people, struck out one, gave up a home run, and left the game with 11.29 ERA. All right. Tyler Danish, he came in and pitched two innings. Gave up three hits, surrendered three runs. All three of them were earned. Walked three people, struck out one, gave up, a, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.29. 46 ERA. Right. Zach Kelly, he came in and pitched an inning. Two hits, but no runs, and obviously none of them were earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.53 ERA. Caleb Ort, he came in and pitched an inning. Two hits, three runs, and all three of them were earned. Walked a person, struck out one, gave up two home runs, and left the game with a 6.39 ERA. Franklin Hermon, or Franklin Hermon, he comes in and pitches one inning, gives up a hit, surrenders two runs, all two of them are earned, walks a person, strikes out nobody, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 31.50 ERA. Ugh. Man, Hermon, come on now. All right. Edward Bizardo, he comes in and pitches two innings. He does give up a hit, and he does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, walks a person, strikes out two, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 3.75 year end. Uh. Orioles box scores. Here we go. So uh, leading off and playing center field was uh, Cedric Mullins. He goes two for six, so good night from him. Two runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then uh, batting second and playing catcher is Adley Rutschman. He goes uh, one for five, one run, Zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. All right, batting third and playing DH is uh, Anthony Santander. He goes uh, two for six, two runs, three RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. So good night from him. Batting fourth and playing first base is Ryan Mountcastle. He goes 0 for two. He does score two runs, though. No RBIs, three walks, and he does strike out one of those two at-bats. Batting fifth and playing first base is Gunnar Henderson. He goes uh, one for two, two runs, two RBIs, three walks, and he does strike out once. All right. And then uh, batting seventh or a batting sixth and playing right field, Austin Hayes. He goes two for five, so a good night from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Then batting seventh and playing second base is Rugnet Odor. He goes two for five, so good night from him. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then uh, batting eighth and playing left field, Kyle Storrs, or Stroders. 
He goes out three for five, so good night from him. One run, two RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then Pitt are then substituting for him and playing left field is Ryan McKenna, but he does not get that bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, and then batting ninth and playing uh, shortstop is uh, Jorge Mateo. He goes uh, one for four, one run, one RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out twice. All right. And then um, just a double from Odor, and then one from Mateo, and then uh, three or two triples, one from Mullins, and then one from Stowers. Um, and then home runs, one from Mullins, his 16th of the year in the first inning, like a leadoff home run, as I should say, off of Connor Seaball with nobody on and nobody out. And then two home runs from Anthony, San- Anthony Santander, um, adding up to 31 home runs, his first one in the sixth inning off of Caleb Ort with nobody on and nobody out. And then his Second one in the seventh inning off of Franklin Hermann with one on and two out. And then Gunnar Henderson had a home run his fourth of the year and fourth of his career in the sixth inning off of uh, Caleb Ort with one on and nobody out. And then Austin Hayes, his 16th home run of the year in the eighth inning off of uh, Edward Bizzardo with nobody on and one out. Hold on, I want to check something real quick. Right. Want to check something on the home run chart? I usually keep a home run chart of teams, like all thirty teams. Mm. Yeah, eating dinner too. All right, ramen noodles. About time to get groceries tomorrow. All right. All right. I want to see if I put home run his home run on. All right. Yeah. Okay. I did. All right. About to say. I thought I didn't. All right. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So anyway, back to uh, all right. So anyway, back to um. So RBIs is one from uh, Hayes, two from Henderson, one from Mateo, one or three from Mullins. Um, one from Odor, and then three from, uh, or three from Anthony Santander, and then two from Stowers. All right. And, all right, so Baltimore pitching, here we go. So getting the start in this one and pitching two innings because of the rain delay, too, was Jordan Miles. Gave up five hits, surrendered two runs. Two of them were earned. Walked a person, struck out nobody, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 40, with a 4.45 ERA. Or 55 ERA, I should say, yeah. Uh, Spencer Watkins, he came in and pitched one inning or 4.1 innings and got the win, so he's now 5-6 and six for the year. Gave up eight hits, though, surrendered four runs. All four of them were earned. Walked two people, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.55 ERA. Logan Gillespie, he came in and pitched 2.2 innings. Gave up two hits, surrendered two runs. Um, one of them was earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out two, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 3.68 ERA. All right, so scoring summary. All right, so to begin with, as I said, Cedric Mullins, he led off the game for the Orioles as he hits a solo home run into right field, making 1-0 Orioles lead at this point. Then top of the second, uh, a double by uh, Jorge Mateo into a right field, scores Rognet Odor, 2-0 Orioles at this point. And then a bases clearing triple by Cedric Mullins. He strikes again as he hits one in the center field to score Stowers. 
and Mateo. 4 nothing Orioles lead at this point. Alright. And then a uh, pickoff error throw to third base basically scores uh Cedric Mullins, five nothing uh Orioles at this point. So yeah, by Reese McGuire. Ugh. Enough of the errors already. All right. But then Red Sox in the bottom of the second, right before the rain starts. Uh, J.D. Martinez, he homers in the left left center field to uh, make it a uh, four-run lead. Five-to-one Orioles lead at this point. So he hits one in the left left center field, so basically over the monster. All right. And then a single by Kiki Hernandez in the left field scores uh, Chris, or Tristan Casas. Five-to-two Orioles lead at this point. And then after the rain delay, after the rain has uh, recited uh, in the top of the third, Kyle, Stor- or Kyle Stroders, he hits a triple in the left field to score Anthony Santan or score Austin Hayes to make it 6-2 to two Orioles lead at this point. Bomb fourth, though, uh, however, uh, Kike Hernandez, he hits a single in or uh, infield single to Jorge Mateo that basically deflects by the third baseman, uh, Gunnar Henderson, that scores. Um, Rob Rep Snyder and or uh, Reese McGuire or Reese McGuire and uh, yeah Reese McGuire to make it six to four Orioles lead at this point. Although um, Abraham Almonte gets thrown out at third too, so yeah. So, so basically, yeah, kind of a single there. Oh, we're kind of single. All right, and then um, Ra- or then Rafael Devers he singles into a left field to score Kike Hernandez six to five Orioles lead at this point. So by one, so they trimmed down the lead to one. But however, in the top of the fifth, uh, the Orioles do strike again as a uh, Rugnet Odor. He singles in the center field to score uh, Ryan Mountcastle seven to five Orioles lead at this point. And then Stroders, he singles in the left field to score Gunnar Henderson eight to five Orioles lead at this point. Top of the six, uh, Anthony Santander, he hits one into a right center field to uh, make it a 9-5 Orioles lead at this point. Then 11-5 is Gunnar Henderson. He homers two in the center field to make it to score himself and Ryan Malcastle. Right. And then top of the seventh, Anthony Santander, he homers again, his second homer on the game as he homers in the right field to score Adley Rutschman and himself, 13-5, Orioles lead at this point. But then the bottom of the seventh, Rob Snyder, he homers his sixth homer of the year into center field to score himself, uh, to score himself, J.D. Martinez and Tristan Casas, make it 13-8 at this point. But then top of the eighth, um, and, or Austin Hayes, he homers in the left field, a solo home run to make it 14-8. That's where your final score would stand. I mean, got nothing much else in this game, just for the fact that the game did did go on a while because of the fact that it did. We did have a rain delay that lasted like an hour and forty minutes. I mean, I mean, not a lot to go on at this point. It's just the pitching was not great in this game, and but the offense was really good. I mean, the offense had its stuff in this game, especially uh middle of the game too. So I mean, at least to look forward to that. But still, I mean, just not a great game. A very long game that felt like it just took it a turning to end and stuff like that. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, don't get comfortable with it. Don't like get complaining about this one because the next game we're going to talk about, yeah, that game's going to be longer too, except a better result at the end. But anyway, so yeah. All right.
So not got nothing else about this game. Just Connor Siebel just didn't have his stuff. I mean, rain delay kind of uh, made things worse. And then I feel like we always look out on these rain delays and stuff like that. Although I did, I do say that um, Sunday's game did get postponed or get did get called because of the rain. So at least for that, they kind of save us like three more innings of that horror. Because after I saw Rob Ref Snyder's dropping the ball in the right field during the rain or right field during the rain, I just thought, okay, just end this game, please. And they did. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're not going to call a lot of these games. They're going to play these games through just for the fact that like. I don't think they have any time to make up these games or, like, postpone them and make them up for a different date. I mean, if they do call it, I mean, seriously, they're just trying to cancel or something like that because they I don't think they have time because we're getting close to the end of the year. I don't think they have time, so, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, just a bad loss. Just offense was good. Pitching was not. And that's kind of was the difference in that game. Just the pitching was not that good. Yeah. And you kind of thought that this would kind of be the start of a really bad weekend. Or bad week. I should say, sorry, bad week. But anyway, not so fast. Because coming up next, we're going to talk about how the season, how the series got even way better for the Red, or got better for the Red Sox. And the first we'll go to break, and then we'll talk about game two of the series, game three and four, and then yeah, go on to other stuff. Alright, so don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back to talk about game two. All right, so, yeah, the same thing with this one. Just a long game, really just kind of another slugfest as it was. Both offenses were for both teams were basically just good. Pitching was not good, especially for Michael Walker. He wasn't that good. Yeah, kind of one of his uh, not-too-great starts this year, which are few and few and less. So, anyway, but anyway, Red Sox got the job done. Offense, came, as I said, came through for the Red Sox. Bullpen kind of held on for the win as the Red Sox held on for the win and snap a six-game losing streak, winning 13-9. They are now, at this point, 73-81. and 81. So a 90-loss season is not going to happen now. Yeah. We still have a losing record, but still, yeah, 90 losses is not going to happen yet. Because you, you have to have 72 wins to get 90 losses to finish out the year. And that's not going to happen. Anyway, all right. Red Sox box scores. Here we go. Leading off and playing left field is Tommy Pham. He goes one for free, two runs, three RBIs, two walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting second and playing third base is Rafael Devers. He goes two for four, no runs, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out once. So he had a pretty good night. Um, batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts, 0 for four. No runs, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out one of those four bats, so he didn't have a good night, except for the RBI, yeah. Batting fourth and playing right field is uh, Alex Verdugo, one for free, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out once. Batting fifth and playing DH is uh, J.D. Martinez, two for four. It's a good night from him, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting six and playing first base is Tristan Casas, three for four. So good night from him, a career night, I believe. Uh, three runs, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out one or zero times. All right, <clears throat> batting seventh and playing center field is Rob Refsnyder. He goes uh, one for four, two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out three times, though. 
Batting eighth and playing second base is Kiki Hernandez. He goes one for five, two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Batting ninth and playing uh, catcher is uh, Connor Wong. He goes 0 for free. He does score two runs, though, two RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Then, as I said, just offense, just a double from Verdugo, and then a home run from uh, Tristan Casas, his fifth home run of the year and his career. Um, in the second inning, off of Kyle Bradish with a uh, one on and nobody out. All right, and then RBIs, uh, one from uh, Bo- or uh, one from Bogarts, two from Casas, two from Devers, and uh, three from Tommy Pham. Oh wait, hold on, wait. Oh wait, three from Tommy Pham, uh, one from Ref Snyder, one from Verdugo, and then uh, two from Connor Wong. I'm sorry, forgot there was another line there. All right. Boston pitching, here we go. All right, so getting the start this one and pitching 3.1 innings, out of characteristic from him is Michael Walker. He gives up eight hits, surrenders six runs, zero or uh, six, so that all six of them were earned. Walk nobody, struck out three, gave up three home runs, and left the game with a 3.06 ERA. So out of character from all of uh, Michael Walker. All right. Then Matt Strom, Strom Bully, he came in and pitched 1.2 innings and got the win. So he's now uh, four and four or four and four for the year. He does give up three hits. He does surrender two runs. All two of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 3.80 ERA. All right. Zach Kelly, he came in and pitched an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.31 ERA. All right, John Schreiber, he came in and pitched an inning. He did give up a hit. He did give up two hits. He did surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Uh, Walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.29 ERA. All right, Ryan Brazier, he came in and pitched an inning. He does give up a hit, but he does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.92 ERA. Matt Barnes, he came in and pitched an inning. One hit, but no runs, and obviously none of them were earned. He did walk two people, though, which is kind of concerning, especially in the ninth inning. Um, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.66 ERA. Right. Orioles box scores, here we go. All right, leading off and playing center field is uh, Cedric Mullins. One for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, eight strikes out zero times. All right, batting second and playing a catcher is uh, Ad- or Adley or Adley Rutschman. Hold on. Adley Rutschman, he goes uh, one for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out twice. All right. Batting third and playing left field is uh, Anthony Santander. He goes uh, three for five, three runs, three RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting fourth and playing first base is Ryan Mountcastle. He goes two for five, two for five, so a good night from him. No runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he does strike out twice. All right, and then batting fourth or uh, batting fifth and playing shortstop and third base is Gunnar Henderson. He goes 0 for four, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he does strike out one of those four bats. All right, batting sixth and play, or batting six and playing third base is Ramon Arreyes. He goes three for free, so good night from him. One run, one RBI, zero walks, and strikes out zero times. 
pinch running for him and playing for a shortstop is Jorge Mateo. He goes one for two, one run, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. Batting seventh and playing second base is uh, Rugnit Odor. He goes two for three, one run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Batting eighth and playing right field is uh, Austin Hayes. He goes one for five, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Right. <clears throat> Batting ninth and playing DH is uh, Kyle Schroeders. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those two at-bats. Right. Then pinch hitting or pinch hitting for him and playing DH is a or Jesus Aguilar. He goes one for two, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then just a couple doubles, one from or one from Santander, and then one from Mateo, and then triples, one from a Mountcastle, one from Reyes, and then a one from Austin Hayes. So three triples, two in the first game and three in this game, huh? Then home runs from one from uh, Rutschman, his 13th of the year in the third inning off a walk-up with nobody on and one out. Then uh, two from Anthony Santander, adding up to 33 home runs of the year. First one in the third inning, also off of Michael Walker with nobody on and one out. And then the fourth inning off of uh, Matt Strom with one on and two out. And then the Reyes hit a home run, or, or Ramona Reyes, he hit one his 16th of the year. In the fourth inning, also off of Michael Walker with nobody on and nobody out. Then RBIs, one from uh, Austin Hayes, one from Malcastle, one from Mullins, one from Odor, one from Rutschman, and three from Anthony, Anthony Santander, and then one from Arias. All right. Then stolen base from or stolen base by Cedric Mullins. He's a uh, 32nd of the year, and then uh, one from Mateo is 34th of the year. All right, Baltimore pitching. Here we go. So, uh, again, the start of this one was uh, Kyle Bradish. He uh, pitches 2.1 innings, gives up four hits, surrenders seven runs. All seven of them were earned. Walked four people, struck out three, gave up a home run, and left the game with a 4.11 ERA. Joey Crable, he comes in and pitches 0.2 innings and gets the loss, so he's now 5-5. Five and five. Gives up two hits, surrenders two runs. All two of them were earned. Walked two people, struck out nobody, gave up three or gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.90 ERA. Okay. Jake Reed, I believe that's his name. Jake Reed, yeah, he comes in and pitches uh zero innings because he did not get or 0.0 innings because he did not get a uh, win or did not get an out. Gives up two hits, surrenders four runs, all four. But two of them were earned, walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 7.02 ERA. DL Hall, he comes in and pitches two innings, uh, gives up two hits, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.94 ERA. Brian Baker, he comes in and pitches an inning. Uh, no hits, no runs, no earned runs. He does walk a person, strikes out no, strikes out nobody, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a three point seventy ERA. Right. Sanel Perez he comes in and pitches an inning, does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and obviously none of them were earned. Walked no or walked a person, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a one point twenty nine ERA. Right. Dylan Tate he comes in and pitches an inning, 
No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, or gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.66 year in. All right. Here we go. So to begin with, on the top of the first inning, Ryan Malcaskill, he hits a basis clearing triple to that, or well, kind of a triple that basically scores Anthony Santander to make it a 1 0 Orioles lead. Then, bottom of the second, uh, Tristan Casas, he basically gets the Red Sox the lead as he hits a two run home run into uh, the into center field to make to score himself and JD Martinez. Two to one Red Sox lead at this point. But top of the third, Adley Rutschman, he ties it up again as he hits one into a right field to make it tied up two. Tied up two, two, excuse me. And a home run from Anthony Santander with the with yeah, just a solo home run to make it three to two Orioles lead at this point. Bottom of the third, though, um, with the bases loaded. Uh, Rob Refsnauer gets hit by a pitch that basically scores uh, Alex Verdugo. 3-3 three to three tie ball game at this point. Then a walked-in run by Connor Wong basically scores Tristan Casas. 4-3 Red Sox lead at this point. Then 6-3 Red Sox is Tommy Pham. He singles in the center field to score Rob Refsnyder and Kiki Hernandez. And then another walked in the runs. They reloaded the bases as uh, Xander Bogarts walks in the run to score Connor Wong. 7-3 Red Sox lead at this point. Then a sack fly by Alistair Dugo scores Tommy Pham. 8-3 Red Sox lead at this point. And you feel like this might be a good night for the Red Sox. But not so fast. In the top of the fourth inning, Ramon Arreyes, they he gets the rally started for the Orioles as he hits one into a center field to make it 8-4. Red Sox lead, but by four. And then a triple by uh, Austin Hayes into right field scores. Rugen Odor, eight to five Red Sox lead at this point. Then six to five Red Sox, or eight to six Red Sox lead at this point as Cedric Mullins, he singles in the center field to score Austin Hayes. Then another home run, basically a two-run home run by Anthony Santander, to score himself and Cedric Mullins. Tie ball game 8-8. Eight to eight. But then the bottom of the fourth, Red Sox answer back as a fielder's choice by Connor Wong, or he reaches on a fielder's, or Connor Wong, he reaches on a fielder's choice, uh, fielded by basically an error, kind of like by uh, Rodney Odor. That scores Tristan Casas, 9-8. to eight. Red Sox leads this point. And then a hit by a pitch by Tommy Pham, that scores Rob Refsnyder with the bases loaded to make it 10 to 8 Red Sox lead at this point. Then or then uh, Rafael Devers, he hits one in the right field to score Kiki Hernandez and Connor Wong. 12 to 8 Red Sox lead at this point. Then a force out or then a ground out slash force out by Xander Bogarts basically scores uh Tommy Pham to make it uh 13 to 8. But uh, Devers gets uh, thrown out, or it gets tagged out at second two, so he's now out. So, well, actually, yeah, force out. That was the force out, basically. But uh, Bogarts reached on a reached first base on a throwing error by uh or by Rognador. But on the top of the seventh, uh, the O's do score another run as Rognador he hits singles in the left field to score Jorge Mateo, thirteen to nine Red Sox lead at this point. But that's where your final score would stand, folks. All right. 
So really out of characteristic for Michael Walker. I mean, seriously, he basically, I feel like that's the most runs he has given up this entire year in an outing. Yeah. But the good thing is it, he didn't get the loss, but he didn't get the win also. So he basically got another decision in that outing. But still kind of one of his worst outings. So, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, with the year he's been having so far, could you really blame him? So far, I mean, he's had a pretty stellar season. Yeah, despite being on a last place team. Yeah. But yeah, the offense, I mean, seriously, I mean, at one point in the top of the fourth, I mean, they had the lead. And then once again, I mean, they just, Orioles just, yeah, just don't count this team out. The Orioles just try to find ways to come back and uh, win. But then their bullpen kind of screwed things up and they kind of like law or uh, gave up the lead or gave up the tie too. So yeah. So all's well, but ends well. So yeah, pretty good. So yeah, another slugfest game and also another long game too. Except there wasn't a rain delay or weather delay like it was the first game. Yeah. But anyway, so pretty good win. Yeah. Way to break a six-game losing streak. It was kind of a little bit tense in this ninth inning as Barnes came in and kind of walked two people, but still. Yeah, still held on for the dub. Yeah. Yeah. Six-game losing streak came to an end, so pretty good. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> all right. So that's all I got about uh, game two. All right. So we'll go to break, and then we'll come back and uh, talk about game three of this series. Um, and Rich Hill pitches a stunner or pitches a gem in this one. So another great gem could be his last, one of his last starts at uh, Fenway this year or last start of his, maybe of his career too. So, but we'll talk about that once we come back, but don't go anywhere folks. All right. We are back to uh, talk about game three of the series and Rich Hill. He came out here and he basically pitched another gem like he did a few months ago or literally yeah, literally a month ago or so against the Tampa Bay Rays. Basically dazzled the crowd at Fenway. Possibly maybe his last time he pitches either as a Red Sox or at Fenway or even of his career maybe because this could be the last time he could pitch ever. We don't know of his career, but Red Sox, they help him out a little bit too, the offense too, as he the Red Sox win this game 3-1. to one. Not another slugfest like the last couple of nights, but still a win's a win, and they'll get it done. Um, Two-game win streak at this point. They are now 74-81 and 81 at this point. Still kind of a losing record, but still, yeah. All right. Red Sox box scores. All right, leading off and playing uh, left field is Tommy Pham, one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out twice. Batting second and playing third base is uh, Rafael Devers. One for free, one run, zero RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts. 0 for free, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, bat or uh, then uh, batting, I can't talk. Batting fourth and playing right field is, uh, I can't talk. One of them's going off. All right, batting fourth and playing right field is Alfred Dugo. Two for four, so a pretty good night from him. One run, two RBIs, zero walks, eight strikes out zero times. Batting fifth and playing DH is J.D. Martinez. One for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, eight strikes out zero times. All right. Batting sixth and playing first base is Tristan Casas. He goes one for two, 
no runs, no RBIs, two walks, eight strikes out once. All right. And then batting seventh and playing second base in uh, center field is Kiki Hernandez. He goes 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out one of those three at-bats. All right. And then uh, bat, or, uh, batting eighth and playing uh, catcher is uh, Reese McGuire. He goes uh, 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, batting ninth and playing center field, Abraham Almonte. He goes one for free, one run, one RBI, zero walks, eight strikes out zero times. All right, and then uh, substituting for him and playing second base is Christian Arroyo, but he does not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right, just a double, just one from uh, Devers, one from Tommy Pham, and then uh, one from J.D. Martinez, and then a home run, first time for Abraham Almonte of the season. Um, third or uh, in the third inning, off of Dean Kramer with nobody on and nobody out, and then Verdugo his eleventh homer of the year in the sixth inning, also off of Dean Kramer with nobody on and nobody out. Then RBIs run from uh, El Monte, and then two from Verdugo, and that's about it. Um, there was a put out by Casas at first base. That was the other like defensively. All right. And then um, Boston pitching, here we go. So, all right. Getting the start on this one and pitching uh, six innings is Rich Hill. He also gets the win, so he's now eight and seven. Uh, gave up five hits, but surrendered no runs, and obviously none of them earned. Only walked a person, punched down nine, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.41 ERA. So he had his stuff. All right. uh, Ryan Brazier, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 5.82 ERA. All right. Caleb Ord, he comes in and pitches an inning, does give up a hit, but is not sure, or does give up a hit and does surrender a run, and that one run was earned. Walks a person, strikes, or walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero, or gives up one home run, and leaves the game with a 6.49 ERA. Matt Barnes, he came in and pitched an inning, pitched an inning and got the save, so his sixth save of the year. Does give up a hit, does not surrender a run, and none of them were earned. Walks nobody, strikes out one, gives up zero home runs, and leaves the game with a 4.54 yard. Did I say gave up a run? No, I he did not give up a run. He basically uh, he had no runs whatsoever. All right, Orioles box scores. All right, leading off and playing center field is Ryan McKenna. He goes two for two, so good night from him. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. So at least the two hits. I mean, yeah. pinch hitting for him and playing left field was uh, Kyle Stroders. He goes 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. Right. Batting second and playing DH is uh, Ryan Malcastle. He goes 0 for 4. And all four of those at-bats were strikeouts. So he punched out all four times. All right. Bat, or, uh, batting third and playing left field and right field is uh, Anthony Santander. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out two of those four at-bats. All right. Batting fourth and playing first base is Jesus Aguilar. He goes 1 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Then batting fifth and playing uh, right field and center field is uh, Austin Hayes. One for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right. 
And then uh, batting six and playing for a base is Tyler Nevin, Phil Nevin's son. He goes one for two, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. And then pinch hitting for him was uh, Gunnar Henderson. He goes 0 for 1, no runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then uh, batting seven, the playing shortstop is uh, Jorge Mateo. 0 for 3, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out twice. All right. And then um, batting second or batting eighth and playing second base is a uh, Ter- or Varva. He goes uh, one for three, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. Then batting ninth and playing uh, catcher is Robinson Torinos. He goes one for three, one run, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right. Then a double from McKenna, and then a home run from Robinson Torinos in the eighth inning, his fourth of the year, off of Caleb Ort with nobody on and nobody out, so leadoff home run. Then Baltimore pitching, here we go. So getting the start on this one and pitching five innings, but getting the loss, so he's now eight and six, is uh, Dean Kramer. He goes, gives up six hits, gives up three runs. All three of them are earned. Walks, walks four people, strikes out two, gives up two home runs. And leaves the game with a 3.17 ERA. Keegan Aiken, he comes in and pitches three innings. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run. And obviously none of them earn. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.28 ERA. Right. Here we go, the box scores. All right. So getting started in the bottom of the first, Alex Verdugo, he singles in the center field. Two score, Rafael Devers, one nothing Red Sox lead at this point. Then bottom of the third, or Abraham Almonte, he hits his first homer of the year in a right field to make it 2-0 Red Sox lead at this point. Then bottom of the sixth, uh, Alex Verdugo, he homers in the right field to make it 3-0 Red Sox lead at this point, so pretty good. So not really a lot of offense in this game, but yeah. But then the bottom of the, or top of the eighth, uh, Robinson Torinos, he hits a home run into a center field to make it 3-1. Red Sox or a three to one Red Sox lead. That's where your final score would stand. Right. Pretty good. So, as I said, not a lot of offense in this game as I said it was going to be, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Rich Hill, what a night from him. Really good. Punched down nine people and only gave up five hits, no runs. Pretty good. Pretty good outing. I mean, sir, if this is going to be his last one of his last games at Fenway as a starter or even of his career, that's a good way to kind of go out. Kind of go out. So pretty good. Awesome. He, I did hear that he did have like, so he was going to try to like maybe play again. Maybe. But I feel like he, the one thing, he is going to do something like a Roger Clemens kind of deal where like he'll, um, wait to sign with somebody until later in the year and stuff like that. I think it's more that, like, he wants to be around his son more than anything. Like, not saying that he doesn't want to do it. Like, it's more like he wants to be around his son more often, too. And I did hear he does want to play for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Pretty neat, yeah. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, by the way, we should probably fall. I should probably do something about that this year. I mean, for the podcast, like maybe pull up scores and stuff like that, especially for Team USA. 
We got a few guys from Team USA going to play in that game. I mean, seriously, I mean, we're going to have some Reds, former Red, Red Sox and former Red Sox going to be playing in that uh, World Baseball Classic. So, I mean, might as well. I see how they're doing in that World Baseball Classic. So, yeah. Yeah, I know Trevor Story is going to play for Team USA. I've, I heard a lot of guys are going to be playing for Team USA. Guys that you wouldn't have seen playing like years ago but are now going to decide they're going to play this year. So, pretty good. I need, to, I need to get a couple of Team USA hats. Just one to wear around uh, work and stuff like that, and then one just kind of wear around, just kind of like like going maybe to church maybe or maybe going out maybe. Just have something like kind of like a game day hat, like especially when they do play like Team USA does play on those days and stuff like that. Like I'll wear the hat, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I do, I do know the last qualifiers are going to play this weekend, so – we are going to decide, yeah. Anyway, let's see what see what the qualifiers are. Who? All right, World Baseball Classic. Here we are. And thank you, Yahoo. Nah, here we are. All right, World Baseball Classic. Okay, qualifiers. All right. All right, we're on to the wrong page, all right. Okay, we're at the wrong one. All right, taking a while. So, yeah, as I said, just not a lot of offense in that game kind of deal. Just, yeah. I mean, but still got done. So, all right. Qualifiers, all right. We do have some qualifiers. Okay, this is not what I want. Here we are. All right, so Friday, it's uh, New Zealand versus Brazil. Huh. Pakistan versus Argentina. Okay. I didn't know Pakistan did have a team. And then, then the player, then like, and then Nicaragua versus like, and then Nicaragua and then Panama. Not those, that, that they'll be playing each other, at least of those uh, on Saturday. But like, uh, player or pool B and then, yeah, pool, then the two pool B winners just like that will probably play uh, Nicaragua and uh, Panama. All right. So your qualifiers will probably be Panama, Nicaragua, then New Zealand, Brazil, Pakistan, and Argentina. Yeah, those are your two qualifiers for this, or those are the two people that still have to qualify for the war or for the or for the classic. Right. I didn't know Pakistan had a team. That's very weird. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I wonder if Team Ireland will get a team. I did hear like from the Irish baseball American Baseball Society. Um, that they are kind of trying to get like a national team played in, or team started in Ireland kind of deal. So maybe something there. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'll feel like I'll try to do something like maybe do like report box scores and stuff like that the day and stuff like that. Yeah, I need to get some Team USA hats or caps. Something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 
to yeah I'm I this is gonna this is like our base like our uh, baseball World Cup. This is basically the World Cup for us for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out. We will we'll, we'll probably start in March, which will start in March. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't honestly wait. So, yeah, really good win. Nice performance for Rich Hill, especially if this might be his last start as not only a member of the Red Sox, but basically his MLB career, too. I mean, way to go out that way. Just kind of way to go out. Just only gave up five hits, surrendered, or only gave up nine hits, surrendered no runs whatsoever, and basically punched out five people and only walked a person, too. We forget about that. He only walked a person. Which, by the way, did we walk anybody else? Yeah, we did walk one person. Barnes did walk a person in the ninth inning. Okay, so two walks. All right. 12 Ks mm. all from everybody on that staff. 12 Ks. Yeah. Pretty neat. Good win. All right. All right, so we'll go to break and then uh, wrap it up with game four, and then we'll do uh, what's up on the farm. We're wrapping up that, too, with the, the – we're, yeah, we're wrapping up that, too, because the minor league season is about to end, too. Um, this or a minor league season was going to end this week, which it does. And then uh, regular season standings, posting the standings slash picture, Red Sox stat leaders, um, fantasy baseball update. We're getting close to the end of that, too. And then uh, wrapping it up with a serious look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series and final thoughts. All right, we are back to wrap up the series recap. All right, so day game in this one. So pretty good win. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Anyway, so kind of a back. Excuse me. Back and forth game. Orioles at one point had a lead. Red Sox tied it up and then ha- had the lead. And then they tied. Then the Orioles tied it up. But in the bottom of the eighth inning, the difference maker in that game was a JD Martinez two run home run. That basically got the job done, and the Red Sox end up winning this game and the series three games to two, kind of pay, basically kind of ending the O's chances of may possibly getting to the postseason this year, as they win five to three. Um, they are now on a free game win streak and are now seventy five and eighty one. All right, here we go. So Red Sox box scores leading off and playing left field is Tommy Pham. He goes 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then batting first or uh, batting second and playing third base is Rafael Devers, 0 for 4, no runs, no RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out one of those two four at bats. All right. Batting third and playing shortstop is Xander Bogarts, one for three. So kind of helping us case for uh, the batting title, even though at this point it's kind of a little bit like off a little bit too. Like I think he's like third place right now. No runs, no RBIs, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. Batting fourth and playing out right field, Alex Verdugo, two for four, so good night or good day from him. Two runs, zero RBIs, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Batting fifth and playing DH, JD Martinez, two for four, so good night, good day from him. Two runs, two RBIs, zero walks, and he does strike out once. Batting six and playing first base, Tristan Casas, two for free, so good day from him. One run, one RBI, one walk, and he strikes out zero times. All right. And then, uh, yeah. All right. 
And then batting seventh and playing uh, second base is uh, Christian Royal, one for four, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. Then uh, substituting for him and playing second base is Yu Chang, but he does not get in a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right. Then batting eighth and playing center field, Kike Hernandez, one for four, no, no runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out zero times. Bang ninth and playing catcher is uh, Connor Wong. He goes 0 for 2, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out one of those two at-bats. Abraham Almonte pinch hits for him, and he goes 0 for 1, and that one at-bat was a strikeout. And then uh, substituting for him and playing catcher was Reese McGuire, but he does not get a bat whatsoever, so there's no point going over his line score. All right. So double, just uh, one from Verdugo, one from Arroyo, one from JD, and then one from Casas. Yeah, his first career double, I should say. Yeah, so good job for him. First career dub, or first career double. Yeah. All right, and then a home run, one from JD Martinez, his 14th of the year, in the eighth inning off of Dylan Tate with one on and one out. All right, and then RBIs, uh, one from Arroyo, one from Casas. One from Kike, two from JD, and that's about it offensively. All right. Boston pitching, here we go. All right, getting the start on this one and pitching possibly maybe for the last time, as maybe as a Red Sox, um, 4.2 innings is Nathan Leovaldi. Gives up five hits, surrenders two runs. One of them was earned. Walked nobody, struck out three, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.05 ERA. Edward Bizzardo, he comes in and pitches 1.1 innings. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked one or walked a person, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.38 year in. Matt Strom, he comes in and pitches one inning, does give up two hits, surrenders a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up a home run, and left the game with 3.92 RA. Strong Bully just cannot get it done. Blown save to fourth of the year. All right. Zach Kelly, he came in and pitched an inning and got his first career win. So he's now 1-0 for the year and of his uh, career. So pretty good. Awesome, awesome. All right. Does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and none of them were earned. Obviously, uh, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 2.13 ERA. Caleb Ort, he came in and pitched an inning, and I believe got his first career save, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. We're clapping for everybody. Yay. All right. So, uh, does give up a hit, but does not surrender a run, and uh, none of them were earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 6.26 ERA. Right. Orioles box scores. All right. Leading off and playing center field is Cedric Mullins. Two for five. No runs. Zero RBIs. Zero walks. And he strikes out once. All right. And then batting second and playing uh, catcher is uh, Adley Rutschman. He goes one for four. No runs. One RBI. One walk. And he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting third and playing DH is uh, Anthony Santander. 0 for four. No runs. No RBIs. No walks. And he strikes out zero times. All right. Batting fourth and playing first base is uh, Ryan Mountcastle, 0 for 4. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out twice of those two, four bats. All right. Batting fifth and playing third base, Gunnar Henderson. 
He goes two for four, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. So a pretty good day from him. Good day for Mullins, too. I forgot to mention that, too. All right. Batting six and playing right field is Austin Hayes, one for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he does strike out once. All right. Batting seventh and playing second base is Rugnit Odor, 0 for four. No runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. Okay, and then bang eighth and playing left field is uh, Kyle Strauders. He goes two for four, so a good day from him. Two runs, one RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out once. All right, and then uh, bang ninth and playing shortstop is Jorge Mateo. One for free, one run, zero RBI, zero walks, and he strikes out twice. All right, and then uh, pinch hitting for him was uh, Taron Far- Farva. Farva. He goes 0 for one, no runs, no RBIs, no walks, and he strikes out zero times. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Mariners won. All right. All right. All right. And then uh, just a double from Rutschman and then one from Henderson. Then a home run, as I said, from Stroders. His third of the year in the seventh inning. Well, third of the year and third of his career, too. In the seventh inning of a match strong with nobody on and one out. And RBIs, uh, one from uh, Rutschman and then one, one, one from Stroder. Yeah, I can't talk. All right. All right. Then um, Baltimore pitching, getting the start in this one and pitching four innings is uh, Mike Bauman. He go, gives up six hits, surrenders two runs. All two of them are earned. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 4.34 ERA. Right. Brian Baker, he comes in and pitches an inning. Yeah, I can't talk. Pitches an inning, gives up no hits, surrenders no runs, none of them are earned. Uh, walked nobody, struck out nobody, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a three point sixty five ERA. Sanel Perez, he comes in and pitches an inning, two hits and a run, and that one run was earned. Walked nobody, struck out one, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a four one point forty three ERA. Logan Gillespie, he comes in and pitches an inning. No hits, no runs, no earned runs. Walked nobody, struck out two, gave up zero home runs, and left the game with a 3.45 ERA. All right, Dylan Tate, he comes in and pitches an inning. And, and yeah, I can't. Pitches an inning and gets the loss, too, so he's now 4-4 four and four for the year. Gives up a hit, surrenders two runs, all two of them are earned. Walks two people, strikes out nobody, gives up a home run, and leaves the game with a 2.88 ERA. All right. Scoring summary. All right. So nothing going on to the top of the third. That's where Adley Rutschman, he grounds out to Costas, who basically tries to throw a home, but he's too late, and uh, Stroder scores to make it one nothing Orioles lead at this point. Then a throwing error by Costas, which is uncharacteristic by him. As he be, or fielding error by Casas, who basically make yeah, as I said, makes a fielding error that scores Rutschman and Santander reaches on that to make it two nothing Orioles. But then the bottom of the fourth, Red Sox, uh, Casas redeems himself as he hits a double into a uh, left field to uh, score JD Martinez two to one uh, Orioles lead at this point. Then a single by Kike Hernandez basically ties up the ball game as he uh, scores Casas on that. Tied up 2-2. Bottom of six, Christian Royal, he basically hits a ground out to the third baseman. Um, 
a sack ground out that scores uh, Alex Verdugo, three to two Red Sox lead at this point. But top to seven, not so fast Red Sox fans. Uh, Schroeder hits a home run into a center field to tie up the ball game 3-3, so not great. But then faith was restored as in the eighth, bottom of the eighth inning with one on and I believe, hold on, one on. Go down. All right. One on and with one on and basically uh or one on and one out. JD Martinez hits a towering home run in the left center field to score himself and Alex Rudugo to make it five to three Red Sox. That's where your final score would stand. Good job by JD Martinez. When I saw that, I thought, yes. Especially a guy that has not been hitting well lately, too. I mean, now he had a really defining game-winning moment kind of deal for the Red Sox. So, yeah. And this could be his maybe one of his last at-bats as a member of the Red Sox. I mean, kind of a way to do it. I mean, one, year, one more defining moment of your Red Sox career before you go right off in the sunset. Maybe play somewhere else or maybe not play somewhere else. I'm not sure. Or maybe he might want to resign here next year. I don't know. Red Sox ownership is kind of, and management is kind of acting like they don't really want to resign him. They kind of just want to let him go. Yeah. So, pretty good moment. And what a way too. I mean, seriously, I'm, I was kind of, I was kind of looking at the Mariners score right now. I was kind of seeing how they did. I'm kind of thinking maybe they might have. I think maybe the Orioles might have just got knocked out of the postseason. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like it's still two. I don't think it's updated yet. Yeah. But yeah, two more. Yeah, two more losses, and they are definitely out. So yeah. I don't know. That just affects them for yeah. Just yeah. That's how I was kind of looking at the Mariners' score too. It's just kind of, but they did kind of bump uh Tampa Bay, so now now they're getting the second seed. So. So they're not getting the top seed right now, but still time. I mean, seriously, still time for them to get the top seed. I just want to get them the top seed so they might be able to host a po- or a postseason appearance or host like a po- or host one of the wild card games. Because yeah, I mean, if this is going to be the first time in 21 years that they've been in the postseason, I mean, it would be kind of cool to kind of see a postseason atmosphere in Seattle. That would actually be kind of cool. But it's looking like kind of now, right now, Baltimore has not been eliminated just yet. I mean, someone, I mean, kind of looking like two. I mean, uh, yeah, Tampa Bay might be that six, yeah, wild card team now. Oh, they like, yeah. I think the only chance of uh, Baltimore getting in is pro- at this point now is either Tampa Bay's got to lose like six more, six straight, or lose six straight in a row or something like that, or. Yeah, like, and Baltimore's got to win more or something, or win, like, five more maybe or something like that, or, yeah. So Baltimore's just got one out. I don't know. But anyway, good series win and surprising one, too. I, I had no idea. I did not really figure out that, like, we were going to win this series. It's really good. Yeah. At this point, I mean, knowing the season's now going to end now on October the 5th, and we're been eliminated from the posting contention. We might as well try to win some of these games too. I mean, at least try to win some of them. I mean, not all of them, but just try to win some of them because it would just be great. Just kind of just finish out with 
kind of a little bit of a bang but to I mean something kind of look forward to heading into 2023 if yeah depending if 24 2023 will be a good year or not depends we gotta bring some people back before, bring some people back before we can make that happen and sign some people too yeah all right that's it for the series recap all right let's go over what's happened what's up on the farm all right and this is gonna be the final week of the season two all right Got to check. So I got to open up something on Twitter too, because uh, the Red Sox did announce their um, minor league award winners too. All right, pause. Sox prospects. Did it have? Then announced their award winners for. Uh, let's see. I'm getting there. I'm going down. All right. Hold on. We'll get there. All right. Here we are. Oh, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here. All right. So anyway, so. Um, your award winners, this is the Red Sox 2022 minor league award winners. All right, your offensive player of the year was Nico Cavadas, your first baseman, so pretty good. So awesome. Defensive player of the year, center fielder and shortstop, Zidane Raffaella. Um, starting pitcher uh, of the or starting pitcher of the year, uh, Brian Bayo. So Brian Bayo, so pretty good. Relief pitcher of the year, uh, Franklin Herman, base runner of the year. Uh, David Hen- or David Hamilton, then a uh, Latin program uh, player of the year, then outfielder, sent left fielders, third baseman, second baseman, Andy Lugo, and then a uh, right-handed starting pitcher, Eber- Eberson Polanco. Yeah. And then yeah, Zach Kelly was your basically Lou Gorman Award winner. So pretty good, awesome, awesome. All right, so pretty good. All right, what else? Other 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 one? No, 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 no. Yeah, there wasn't. All right. Anyway, so let's go over what's up on the farm. So the only team still left standing as of now is the Worcester Red Sox, and they are going to play a series against the Rochester Red Wings. All right. So game one on um, or so yeah. So game one on I can't talk. So game one on Monday. That game ended in six innings and ended in a Woosocks six to one win. So pretty good. Awesome. 74 and 73 at this point. And thanks to home runs from uh Hernando or two home runs from uh Hernandez and one from Jalen Davis. So pretty good. Awesome. Uh Santos gets the win, so he's now three and four with a four point ninety five ERA. So pretty good. That's Monday score. All right. Tuesday or uh Tuesday, let's see. All right, so um, they won that game also against the Red Wings six to or eight to six. So pretty good, awesome. They are now seventy five and seventy three at this point, thanks to home runs from uh, Duran, Hernandez, Manessas, and Manessas. So pretty good, awesome. Keller gets the win, so he's now six and five with a three point twenty seven ERA. So yeah, pretty good. And uh, Pilati or Paletti gets the win, gets safe his fourth 
fourth of the year. And then Wednesday's game got canceled because of the wet conditions. Mostly for what's going on down in uh, Florida. Some of the remnants from Hurricane Ian and stuff like that. So this started to come up here and stuff like that. So that game got postponed and they are not making that game up. So yeah. So the season at this point is now over for the Woo Sox. So all minor league affiliates have wrapped up their seasons. So yeah, the, so this is kind of a wrap for what's up on the farm for 2022. So yeah. All right. Let's, yeah. I think we'll go break and then we'll go to break and then wrap or start wrapping up with uh, regular season standings, posting the picture and uh, standings. Also, Red Sox stat leaders, fantasy baseball update, your series look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series, the last road game of the year, and then um, final thoughts. All right, so don't go anywhere, folks. All right, we are back with regular season standings. All right. So, in the American League in the East, right now, well, now leading the pack, but now they've won the pack now, is the New York Yankees. And the reason I said won the pack is because they now clinched the division. So, yeah. So, they are now 96 and 59 at this point and division winners in the East. Well, I kind of expected that. All right. Um, right behind them is the Toronto Blue Jays. They've clinched a postseason spot with today's loss against the, or today's loss of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, 87 and 69. Behind them, Tampa Bay Rays, 85 and 71. Um, behind them, Baltimore Orioles, 80 or 80 and 76. And in dead last place, 21 and a half games back is your lovely Boston Red Sox. I'm already getting jokes right now about people saying how bad we are that we have like five last place finishes in the past 10 years. That's just. Well, I have a stat too. Um, out of those ten years, we've won two World Series championships. Out of those ten years, guess how many? Guess how many World Series championships that the other hot news in our division have won? Yankees, none. Their last one was two thousand nine. Tampa Bay Rays, none. They haven't won ever. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, none. Their last one was 1993. I was one years old at the time. Oh, yeah, and Baltimore Orioles, uh, none also because their last one was 1983. Shut up, everybody. All right, moving on to Central Division. All right. Um, leading the pack, well, now won the pack right now, is the Cleveland Guardians, 88 and 66, or 68. Um, behind them, Chicago White Sox, 77 and 79. Behind them, uh, Minnesota Twins, 76 and 88, or 76 and 80. Behind them, uh, Detroit Tigers, 63 and 92. And in dead last place is the Kansas City Royals, 63 and 93, 25 games back. All right. In the West Division, lean the well, won the pack right now, and lean the pack is the best team in, in the American League right now. The Houston Astros, 102 wins and 54 losses. Um, Seattle Mariners are right behind them or behind them 85 and 70 behind them. LA angels, 70 and 86, uh, behind them, Texas Rangers, 66 and 89 and in dead last place and possibly the worst team in the American league right now, 56 wins and a hundred losses is the Oakland A's 
46 games back. Uncle Tom, why did the A stink so much? <clears throat> anyway, in the National League, in the East Division right now, um, leading the pack right now, but by a slim lead, is the New York Mets, 80 or 98 and 58. But don't look now, by a game, or a game behind them is the defending World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves, Atlanta Braves, 97 and 58. Behind them, Philadelphia Phillies, 83 and 72. Behind them, the Miami Marlins, 65 and 91. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball right now, is the Washington Nationals, 54 and 101 losses. 43 and a half games back. All right. In the central division, lead the pack right now. Well, now won the pack right now is the St. Louis Cardinals. Right now, 90 wins and 66 losses. So they've clinched their division right now. So pretty good. Awesome. Good for them. Yeah. Really nice fan base. I don't know. I've heard that. I've heard they have some uh, nice fan or some of the nicest fans. All right. All right. The Milwaukee Brewers are behind them. Uh, 83 and 73 behind them Chicago Cubs 70 and 6 or 70 and 86 behind them Cincinnati Reds 60 and 96 and in dead last place 59 and 97 is the Pittsburgh Pirates 31 games back right. in the West Division lean the pack right now and lean the still lean the pack in the East will now won the pack now and possibly the best team in baseball right now is the LA Dodgers 108 wins and 48 losses. So they basically so they basically surpassed their uh, uh, franchise record in wins. So pretty good, 108 wins. All right behind them, San Diego Padres 86 and uh, 70. Behind them, San Francisco Giants 70 and 77 or 78 and 78. Behind them, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. 72 and 84, and then dead last place, 43 games back is the Colorado Rockies, 65 and 91. Right. If the playoffs were to begin today, or if the regular season were to end today and the playoffs were to begin, this is what your field would look like. All right. <clears throat> In the American League, your number one seed right now and West Division winner is the Houston Astros. Your East, your second seed and East Division winner, the New York Yankees. Your third seed and Central Division winner, the Cleveland Guardians. And your three wild card teams in this particular order is the Toronto Blue Jays, Seattle Mariners, and Tampa Bay Rays. But still, um, still kind of in the hunt right now is still the Baltimore Orioles. But they're kind of looking like they're kind of might be done too. Yeah, they're kind of looking like they're kind of two more games and two more losses and or two more losses or so they'll be out. That's what I was kind of hoping. Like Seattle probably like I saw that they walked Seattle walked it off tonight against the Rangers, so I thought maybe Baltimore might get kicked out. But anyway, it didn't happen, or at least it hasn't happened yet. Or I don't know; they haven't updated yet. All right, so we got two more teams that have now been sent to the chopping block in us. Uh, Elimination, so it's the Minnesota Twins and Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry, Twins. Sorry, Chicago. Thanks for playing. Better luck next year. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they're done. All right. In the National League, here we go. All right. Um, 
Your number one seed and number one overall seed in the MLB right now is the LA Dodgers, your West Division winner. Uh, second seed and East Division winner or East Division leader. Uh, well, I just shanks the Mets right there. Uh, so anyway, your second seed and East Division leader is the New York Mets right now. Your third seed and uh, Central Division winner is the St. Louis Cardinals. And your three wildcard teams in this particular order, the defending champion Atlanta Braves, San Diego Padres, and Philadelphia Phillies. But still in the hunt right now um, is still the Milwaukee Brewers. They're still like a half game behind. I mean, at one point they were tied with the Phillies at one point, but I think the Brewers did lose tonight, I believe. San Francisco hasn't been eliminated yet, huh? And will be Fox said they were. I guess not. Maybe there's maybe something happened. I don't know. But they're still kind of in it. But still, yeah, they're kind of looking like they're kind of might be next on the chopping log, too. So, yeah, no new teams in the National League. I was going to say the Giants were the new ones, but it looks like they're still in it, apparently. Anyway, yeah. That is what your postseason picture will look like. Yeah. We're getting close to the end, folks. We're getting close to basically postseason time. Yeah. Well, kind of the end for the 2022 Red Sox, but beginning of the postseason, yeah. All right. Red Sox stat leaders. All right. Yeah, but then, all right. All right, so batting. All right, your batting average leader is, or batting average leader is still Xander Bogarts with a 309 batting average. So, let's see. Where is that? Oh, crap, I didn't want to do that. All right. American League. So, American League batting average right now. He's third right now. So, right behind, well, oh, man, Judge got overtaken by Arias, huh? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, the Yankees didn't play today. So, I mean, yeah. Ooh, man, that might affect Judge's chances of a triple crown. Huh? Darn, I want to see that. I want to see that. That's the first time in 10 years. Come on. Come on, Arias. Help us out here. I want to see a triple crown. All right, so anyway, Arias is basically, yeah, so although he did give me a hit on beat the streak today, so, I mean, can't really be too mad about that. I mean, kind of helped my win streak to, or hit streak to eight, so. All right, so, yeah, Bogarts, as I said, your batting average leader with 309. Home run leader still Devers with uh, 27. RBIs is Devers with uh, 87. Stolen bases, Trevor Story with 13. I forget that he's still – on the Red Sox, which by the way, they it's kind of looking like they shut him down for the rest of the year, so he's his 2022 season's done. Yeah. Kind of a really up and down season for the dude. I mean, there have been times where like he's been really good, and then there have been times where like it's just ugh. Yeah. maybe it's just being in a new city. I don't know. Hopefully, the contract works out. I hope it does. I mean, I still have, I kind of have like a little like personal connection with the dude. I kind of like the dude. All right. Runs or runs leader is still uh, Bogarts with 83. Uh, on base percentage is Bogarts with 380. Slugging percentage is Devers with 520. Uh, OPS is Devers also with 873. Um, hits it's Bogarts with 168. Doubles it's uh, Martinez with 43. Triples it's Duran with three. Walks it's uh, Bogarts with 57. Strikeouts, Martinez with 139. Caught stealing, it's a two-way tie still with Jackie Bradley Jr. and Alfredugo with three. 
And then uh, games played, it's Verdugo with 147. And uh, at-bats, it's Verdugo with 575. Pitching, here we go. All right, so ERA leader, it's uh, Pavetta with 4.48. Wins, it's Michael Walker with 11. Uh, Strikeouts, Pavetta with 168. Saves, it's a two-way tie still with uh, Tanner Houck, the Collinsville, Illinois native, and John Schreiber with eight. Then uh, whip, it's Pavetta with 1.36. Batting average against, it's Pavetta with uh, 2.252 or uh, 252. Uh, Innings pitch, it's Pavetta with 170.2. Complete gains, four-way tie between uh, Brian Bayo, Evaldi, Pavetta, and Waka with one. So yeah, so I believe, yeah, I believe Bayo's uh, complete game and on Sunday was an actual complete game apparently. Yeah, so good for him, Ali. Yeah. And then uh, game start or games played, Brazier with 66. Game started, Pavetta with 31. Losses, Pavetta with 11. Save opportunities, it's uh, Schreiber with 11. Runs given, earned runs given up, Pavetta with uh, 85. Runs given up, Pavetta with 85 also. Hits given up, Pavetta with 165. Um, home runs, Pavetta with 25. And then... Uh, Walks, it's Pavetta with 67. Alright. Fielding. Alright, so here we go. Games played, it's uh Bogarts with 143. Game started, it's uh Bogarts with 143. Uh innings played, it's uh Bogarts with uh 1,231.2. Total chances, it's Vasquez with 649. Putouts, Vasquez with uh 610. Assist, Bogarts with a or 396. Errors, Bogart or Devers with a 13. Um, double plays, Bogarts with 76. Um, caught stealing, caught or uh, stolen bases against it's Pawecki with 40. Caught stealing against it's uh Vasquez with 16. Stolen base percentage against it's uh Vasquez with 698. Pass balls, Vasquez with three. Oh wow, pitches, Vasquez with 20. Fielding percentage, it's Pavetta with a thousand, and then um. Range factor, it's uh, Vasquez was uh, 8.24. Right. That is it for stat leaders. All right. Let's go over fancy real quick, and then we'll go to break, and then, uh, yeah, do other things. Yeah, wrap up the show. Right. Fantasy, all right. MLB play, all right. Which, by the way, hold on a minute before we start. So eight game history. I got spoiled it for there. Yeah, spoiled it for you guys. All right. All right. And we're just about there. All right. Anyway. Oh. Not done yet. All right. All right, so anyway, so beat the streak. Here we go. All right, so Monday I had Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees and Alex Verdugo of, the, of your Boston Red Sox. All right, so anyway, 
So Judge went one for free. And then Verdugo went one for five. So pretty good. Awesome. Two-game hit streak at this point. Tuesday, I had Michael uh, Harris or Michael Harris the second of the Atlanta Braves, and then Yordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros. Harris the second went two for five, and then Alvarez went one for two. So four-game hit streak at this point. So pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Keep it rolling. All right. Wednesday, I had Rafael Devers of your Boston Red Sox, and then Manny Machado of the San Diego Padres. <laughs> oh, San Diego Padres. Oh, man. I hate sneezing. Oh, man. All right, anyway, so Devers went one for free, and then uh, Machado went two for free. So six-game hit streak at this point. So pretty good. Awesome. Keep it rolling. Will we go to eight? Today, uh, Luis Arias of the Minnesota Twins, and then Freddie Freeman of the L.A. Dodgers. Arias went uh, two for four, and then Freddie Freeman went one for four. Eight-game hit streak at this point. So pretty good. Yeah. And then tomorrow I have Josh Donaldson of the New York Yankees and then uh, Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros. And that's it for uh, Beat the Streak. All right, quick pick. Here we go. All right. Sunday I went one for seven. So kind of go back to that. And then uh, Monday one for seven. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, actually, no, no. I was I was up a few. All right. So Sunday I went two for seven. All right. And then uh, Monday, two for seven. Tuesday was a voided contest. I'm not really sure what was the reasoning behind it, but it was avoided or voided. And then um, Wednesday, I went out uh, three for seven. And tonight, we're still kind of waiting on the results on that. We probably won't find out until later on, the next day or so, next morning, by morning or so. Yeah. All right. That's it for quick pick. All right. Um, Diamond Derby. Let's see. All right. So let's see. So Monday, I scored zero runs on three bases. Tuesday, zero runs also on three bases also. Um, Wednesday, one base on six uh, – or one run on six bases. So ba- that broke – that basically broke a basically week-long streak of not scoring a run. And then tonight, I scored zero runs on three bases. Yeah. That's Diamond Derby. All right. Okay, so MLB Pickle. So anyway, so on uh, Monday, I got that pick right. So I'm now 43 and 25 at that point with a 63.2 win percentage. And the correct pick was Josiah Gray of the Washington Nationals. All right. Tuesday, um, Tuesday, I also got another pick right. So pretty good. It was Jorge Mateo, the Baltimore Orioles. Um, so I'm now 44 and 25 at this point with a 63, 63.8 win percentage. Yeah, pretty good. And then um, Wednesday, I got that pick wrong. It was Josh Fan Meter of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, he didn't show up on the current roster. I'm not really sure what. And then um, so I'm now 44 and 26 at this point with a 62.9 win percentage. And then today, this one got me. I, I was really mad about getting this wrong one wrong so it was dallas keiko of the arizona diamondbacks so that kind of hurts my record to 44 and 27 with a 62 point 62 win percentage yeah not great Dallas Keiko. i mean i feel like they've had this roster constructed when um the game was created and that was like literally 
months before. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, still, damn. All right, so base chase, we got news about that. I did get news uh, today or Wednesday that they are going to basically kind of like um, um, stop using the whole app or st not stop using the whole game um, for this season, for the regular season. So, but anyway, I think I did see that they are going to uh, bring it back for the postseason. Let me see. This is what the official reading is. All right. All right. Thank you for playing uh, Base Chase during early access. We are we are hard at work taking your feedback towards making this game better than it ever was and relaunching Base Chase for everyone. Drew, enjoy it for the start of the 2022 postseason with more features and reasons to stack the bases than it than before. All right. So it looks like they are going to bring it back. It's just like. I think for the rest of the po or rest of the regular season, they're just gonna yeah yeah not do it. Anyway, all right, but anyway, I do have two bases or two days done. All right, so Monday I had Aaron Judge of the Yankees, Vladimir Guerrero of the Toronto Blue Jays, and then Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves. All right, Judge got a base. Vladdy Jr. had two bases, but Riley had zero. So that's basically. Brings my total to three bases. Yeah. All right. And then um, today or uh, on Tuesday, I had Jose Altuve of the Astros, Stephen Kwan, Stephen Kwan of the Cleveland Guardians, and then Isaac Paredes of the Tampa Bay Rays. Altuve had 10 bases. Yeah, 10 bases. I feel like that's a record for me. And then. Um, Quan had uh, three bases, and then uh, Paredes had zero bases. So that adds up to 13. So that actually ties the single bet, single day record. Yeah, and um, darn, I should have got the total. I should have written down the total too, but anyway, yeah. darn. Anyway, that does tie up best. I think that's like August the 25th was the last time I scored 13 bases or more. Yeah, August the 13th, yeah. I'm just going to say that, yeah. Anyway. So that's it for MLB Play. All right. Let's go over fancy real quick, and then we'll go to break, and then start wrapping things up. This might be a long episode. We might we might hit two hours. Maybe. I, I feel like this is the longest I've recorded an episode so far. All right. So the Oakland Bad Bars in their third place game, they're right now winning right now 48 or 488 to 326 against Chicago Cubs. Yeah. And I believe, hold on. I could be wrong on this. I think this is the last week of the season. Oh, no, they got until October the 5th. Okay, never mind. All right. Yeah. They got until October the 5th, but still, yeah, we're getting close. Yeah. The right. wearing of the green, so they're losing their third place game also to San Francisco Giants. Uh, five, 455 to uh, 388, so not great. Am I in a fourth place? Pay Rafi Devers, they're losing their game, they're losing their third place game to Black Cobras, 390 to 340. So it's kind of looking like they'll end up in a fourth place. All right, the Yankees lose, so currently they're losing their third place game to Crosby Cement Mixers. 660 to 434 right now. Ugh. Not great. Looking like they'll be in fourth place too. 
All right, and then uh, Dancing on My Own, they're losing their losers bracket game or losers bracket game to Team Lawrence, two hundred ninety to two hundred seventy four. Yeah, kind of feel sad now that Kevin Pollock is not on that team. Yeah. All right. And then um, Arthur reads the goat. They're currently winning their for or uh, loses bracket game against East Hampton Raging Bulls, three hundred and ninety six to two hundred eighty four. All right, pretty good, pretty good, awesome. All right, yeah. At this point, I'm not, I'm not really doing much for the fans. I just at this point, we're not winning any championships this year. I mean, most of our championship or most of our titles are probably just going to be like. Second or worse, or something like that. So, yeah. Anyway. Right. Or third place or worse, I should say. All right. All right. So, the free O take. So, last week. So, let's go over last week. So, let's see. So, last week they did win their game against, uh, or did win their game against Can I Have a Win? Six to three. So, that gives them fifth place of the end of the year, fifth place of the year. So, yeah. They are done for the rest of the year, so fifth place, so pretty good. That's good. At least come home with a trophy or so. Right. Gombridge, so currently, so their season has ended. They uh, played last week and tied their game 5-5 with something we cannot say on air, so yeah. But they did. I'm not sure they ended up. I think tied for 11th place. We just say that, just tied for 11th place. Man, what do you do there? I mean, seriously, we'll just say that tied for 11th place. All right, so Section 10, so currently they, let's see, last week they uh, lost their game against uh, something we also can't say on air too in the uh, loser's bracket semifinal 9-1. to And then this week they are playing against Disciples for Christ um, for the ninth place, and they're currently winning right now 7-2. All right, pretty good. Starting nine, so yeah. let's see. So last week they uh, won or lost their game or lost their game in the or losers bracket semifinals six to three to Bozo time. All right, and this week they're playing for ninth place also and winning their game against uh, Guadalupe uh, Guadalupe hitters five to two. So pretty good, awesome, awesome. Something in my mouth, I can't just get it. All right, don't just hate that. All right, Royal Rooters. So let's see the Royal Rooters, founding fathers of Red Sox Nation. All right, all right. So they they won their game against Futuristic uh, in the Constellation or the Losers Bracket semifinal, five to four. So pretty good. And this week. They are going for uh, the seventh place title, and right now they're beating uh, 1974's Bull Team 9th one. So pretty good, awesome. All right, and then call him Poppy, and we'll wrap it up there. This last week, they won their uh, losers bracket semifinal game against Sue's superb team six to four, and this week. They're playing for seventh place also, and they're tied up right now against Nick Davis's best team, four to four. All right, so that is it for your fantasy baseball update. All right, 
We will go to break and then wrap it up with a serious look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series and final thoughts. All right, we are back to wrap up the show with a serious look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series, the last road series of the year for 2022. One more road trip, and we are calling it or we're calling it done for 2022. All right, game one on Friday. All right, so that game will be at. Or, do that all right game one tomorrow as in friday uh that game will be at 607 central time 707 eastern time and then for everybody else i mean yeah i mean i know on your own all right nick pavetta versus uh alex manoa yeah gonna be a tough matchup there all right pavetta he is a 10 and 11 with a 4.48 era last time he pitched come on load all right. He pitched on Saturday against the New York Yankees, pitched five innings, gave up six hits, surrendered five runs, walked four people, struck out eight, but got a no decision in that outing. All right. From the old man from British British Columbia. Old man, he's my age or close to my age. He would have been gone going to the same going to high school the same time I would have been. All right. Al Manoa. He uh is a five and or fifteen and seven, the two point thirty one ERA. Last time he pitched, come on, no, all right, was on Saturday also against Tampa Bay, pitched seven innings, walk or gave up four hits, surrendered no runs, walked two people, punched out eight, and got the win in that outing. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. All right. last seven start, last seven games, one point thirteen ERA. Uh, good Lord, seven starts. Oh, good Lord. All right. Yeah. All right, Saturday, that game will be a 2.07 start, one, or a 2.07 start, 3.07 start Eastern time, and then for everybody else, I mean, yeah, as I said, find out on your own. All right. Depending on what part of the world you live in. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian ba- Brian Bale will go up against uh, Ross Stripling. Yeah, I like that, dude. Respect him. All right. So Brian Bayo, he is two and seven with a 4.30, 4.39 ERA. Last time he pitched was on Sunday against the New York Yankees on Sunday night baseball. All right. Come on, load. All right. All right. So he pitched six innings, gave up four or gave up six hits, surrendered a run, walked two people, struck out four, and got the loss in that outing. So I mean it's good. I mean, he's been good so far, last seven games. I mean, two point I think a one point southern in the month of uh, September. So yeah, so he's been doing pretty good so far. Yeah, hope he keeps it up. All right, Ross Stripling. He's nine and four with a three point sixteen ERA. Last time he pitched, I believe Sunday. Also, I could be wrong on that too, but let's see. Come on, load, load, damn you! <laughs> There we go. I have to say it took forever. All right. Anyway, so yeah, as I said, pitched Sunday against Tampa Bay. Five innings. Uh, gave up six hits. Surrendered a run. Walked nobody. Struck out three. And got the win in that outing. All right. Went to Texas A&M. Yeah. 3.66 in the last seven starts. All right. That's his ERA we're talking about. All right. 
And then Sunday for the last series finale and probably the last time we play the Blue Jays. All right, 12.37 uh, Central Time start, uh, 1.37 Eastern Time, and then for everybody else around the world, I mean, yeah, I mean, figure it out, yeah, or find out on your own, all right. Um, TBD for the Red Sox, we don't know who they're going to be uh, trotting out there, and then uh, Kevin Gosman, ugh. yeah, has been not, has been great against the Red Sox, yeah. We could have had him too, except, uh, yeah, Time Bloom decided not to go after him and let the Blue Jays get him. All right. He's 12 and 10. So, I mean, yeah, 3.30 ERA. So, let's see. Last time he pitched was, I believe, on Monday against the Yankees. I could be wrong on that. Yes, it was on Monday against the Yankees. Pitched 6 and 6.1 innings, gave up six hits, surrendered two runs, walked a person, punched out seven. But got a no decision in that outing. He has been four and twenty-five in the last couple of starts or last seven starts. So, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> right. okay. So that is it for the Toronto Blue Jays series. Six more games to go. Yeah, six more games to go, and we're done. All right. What's the weather going to be like in old Toronto, Canada, Ontario, Canada? All right, Toronto. It wouldn't even matter anyway because I'll be playing in a dome. Yeah, I feel like. <coughs> well, if you want to walk to the ballpark, I mean, you might as well know what the weather is. All right, Friday night, that game, mostly cloudy skies, 52 degrees. 5 to 10 mile per hour winds and a 7% chance of rain. Alright. Okay. And then Saturday, that or Saturday, cloudy, um, 65 degrees, 10 to 20 mile per hour winds and a 7% chance of rain. Then hmm. <clears throat> Sunday, alright, some clouds in the morning will give way to mo- mainly sunny skies. For the afternoon, high of 58, 15 to 25 mile per hour winds, and a 1% chance of rain. All right. That's the weather in Toronto, courtesy of the weatherchannel.com app. All right. All right. Final thoughts. Um... We forgot to mention this too. So before we forget to mention this again, I just want to say congratulations to Albert Pujols for uh, winning uh, or hitting 700 home runs too. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And a really stand-up guy too. I mean, that could not have happened to a greater guy like that too. I mean, seriously. I did hear a story just recently that uh, he did hit a – when he did hit nine or six hundred and ninety-seven home runs, uh, the two couple or two um, couple that basically uh, caught the ball basically wanted to give it back, but then he found out that the that or that the woman's uh, or one of the woman or the woman of the couple basically her dad passed away and stuff like that. So he decided, you know what, you can have the ball and stuff like that. I mean. I mean, it means more if you have it than I have it right now. Yeah. So what – and that's what I mean. What a stand-up guy. I mean, 
he knew that baseball was really important because it put him in fourth place on the old time list for home runs and stuff like that. It passed him, made him pass a rod and stuff like that. But he knew knowing kind of like that per or knowing one of the per or one of the two couples uh pass and stuff like that. Basically, how their uh or her dad passed away and stuff like that. He decided, you know what, like, you can have that ball. It means more more to me if you have it and stuff like that than I have it. So yeah, what a stand up guy. And he also gave him uh, two other uh, signed baseballs for them too to have too. So I mean, it's, so the they have the historic nine hundred ninety or six hundred ninety seventh home run and a couple other signed baseballs too from him too. So yeah, what a class act. I mean, that would have been fun to maybe see him in a Red Sox jersey. That's kind of the one player I would have hoped to have seen in a Red Sox jersey one of these days. Him and Poppy teaming up and Manny and all those two all those guys that would have been. Albert hitting home runs at Fenway. Ooh. Yeah. Right. And also, um, congrats to Aaron Judge. He ties Roger Maris. One more he breaks him. So he has or one more he has the all time AL record and somewhat uh Yankee record too. <clears throat> so yeah, so he ties Roger Maris. He did it, I believe, yesterday. So yeah. Roger Maris Jr. was going after uh, Barry Bonds for some, because he believes that that home run record that he had, the actual one that the MLB record, 73, is not actually legit, that his actual that his dad's home run is the more legit one. I mean, I could probably see that too, but still. Man. They were acting like the Maris family acted like they did not want Judge to even hit that home run. Like, because they feel like, well, we just want to keep our dad's legacy. Like, oh my! Man. I was listening to um the new um baseball is dead podcast or one of the new episodes. I think it was um Monday last Monday's episode, and I don't know. I mean, it kind of made the Roger Maris children kind of look like ugh, man. Like they really were like just kind of like not really happy that they were there too, and like they were kind of mad that like judge was kind of going after their dad's record and stuff like that i mean i don't know they had kind of stink faces and stuff like that during that whole i mean i could kind of see them kind of like having a little bit like but still i mean well with mcguire i mean you knew mcguire and social were taking roids and stuff like that judge what isn't doing any of that at least we don't know yet we could be doing it i don't know hope not yeah but anyway, I mean, like, and they were acting like excited. Like, I mean, they, I mean, they were acting like when he finally hit it. Like, they were acting like, yeah, all right, yeah, good job, get, yeah, kind of deal. But for Judge, I mean, they're acting like, Ugh. like, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It just sounded really weird, kind of a little bit weird that they were out there handling the whole situation. But anyway, yeah. That's about it. Oh, well, actually, other non-baseball-related thing, but Dropkick Murphys are dropping their new album. Actually, they did drop their album just recently, just a couple of hours ago. So, yeah, so it's now available on Apple. Yeah, so it's now available on any streaming music service. I know, so pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm kind of, like, excited for this weekend. Kind of like just listening to Dropkick Murphys' new album. Yeah, which is more of a Woody Guthrie-themed uh, um music and stuff like that so it's not like celtic punk rock and stuff like that for this album it's more like woody guthrie kind of like old american folk tale kind of stuff and 
all American folk tale, like 1930s kind of like um, inspired music and stuff like that. Because that's what Woody Guthrie was. He was a folk American folk artist during like the uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s and stuff like that. Like he did like kind of like working man songs and stuff like that. And it was kind of it's kind of neat, yeah. yeah. So one of the songs. I'm not giving anything away, but nothing like, yeah, spoiler alert or anything. But one of their songs is featuring Woody Guthrie himself. Huh. That's just weird. Like, the actual Woody Guthrie is going to help sing a song with them? Ugh. About to say. Well, no, I'm not saying, ugh, but that's it. But it doesn't make any sense because the guy's been dead for, like, 1967. Yeah. I mean, if he were alive today, he would like be as old as Fenway Park, like 110 years old. That's when he was born, 1912, same year that Fenway Park was constructed and being first used. Yeah, Woody Guthrie was born. Yeah, there's no way he'll be 110 years old if you <laughs> just there, just 110 year old guy just trying to sing a song with Dropkick Murphys. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find out this weekend what what that's all about. I don't know what that might be. I don't know. Haven't really listened to it yet. I'm thinking this weekend I'm going to start listening to it too. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. That's about it. I got nothing else. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing my love. Subscribe, rate, and review on uh, Spotify. I mean, and give us a five-star review so it might help us out in the rankings and stuff like that so more people will find us and stuff like that. Um. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on TikTok at lowercase socks, Illinois. And then uh, follow the show also on, also, I can't talk. also on Instagram, also at lowercase socks, Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify, maybe Apple, and Google. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Sunday night. Banyana.